Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. It's your girl, LA. I am your Six Figure Social Worker. So today, I wanted to talk to you about the different categories of social work. In an attempt to help you get focused on where you would like to be or where you would like to go in the field of social work. So if you've been through any undergraduate or graduate level um, social work um, program, you should be aware of these three things that I'm getting ready to share. First, it's the micro level social work, then the meso level social work, and the macro level social work. So when we're looking at micro level social work, we're looking at engaging with individuals and families and helping them to solve problems. And so it's like an individual one-on-one helping them to um, identify personal um, development areas, different changes that may need to take place in their own lives. On the mezzo level, we're talking about you know, medium-sized, small to medium-sized group, such as neighborhoods, schools, local organizations. And um, we're working with these organizations in order to um, create programs to help communities and families. And then the third is macro. So the macro level is where we get into policies. We're working to change laws, whether it's, you know, healthcare laws, housing laws that could potentially hinder the clients that we work for from moving forward in their lives. So one of the troubling things that I've experienced in the field is while I'm working on a micro level, I'm working with changing individuals, you know, behaviors, and um, character defects and all of that. And then when they're ready to um, regain control of their lives and try to um, obtain gainful employment, they're blocked because of, you know, any criminal background or they're blocked from obtaining affordable housing because of their criminal background. And so as we work with individuals, we may run into those obstacles with policies, regulations that could be hindering the population that we serve from moving forward. So those are the three levels. I often get the question, you know, individuals asking, is it beneficial to get your PhD in social work? Is it beneficial? And I want to say, you know, education is always beneficial. I guess it just depends on where it is you desire to go in the in the field of social work. So, of course, PhD, it gives you an opportunity to um, position yourself to be a professor at a university or a college. And if that's what you desire, then I would encourage you to go ahead and pursue PhD in social work. However, the track that I took, I became an independently licensed social work, social worker, which gives me the opportunity to teach at a university level as well as have my own private practice and contract with behavioral health agencies providing clinical supervision. And so for me, The course of action or the track that I took literally opened up doors for me. 
one of the things I realized, even when I was offered a um, full-time position as a professor at a university, um, which I had to deny, um, was that in my particular situation, if I would have accepted the position, I would have only had 20 hours that I could have done some outside work, some outside paid work. And so literally I would have been committing my time, my life, (laughs) you know, to that university and basically saying with 20 hours left, I was going to do any other um, paid work. Well, with my independent licensure, I'm able to enjoy teaching at a college level as well as having the freedom to um, operate my private practice as well as contract and provide clinical supervision. And so to me, this track for me, now I'm just talking about for me, has been, um, I would do it over again. Like literally, I would do it over again. And because I have the best of both worlds, I can teach at a college level and I can continue to practice in the field providing individual counseling as well as supervision. So one of the things um, that I experienced in my undergrad as well as my graduate um, education, I didn't have the opportunity to um, experience working in various fields because of my criminal background. And so it hindered me or limited my experience, what I could do um, in the internship. So, for example, I couldn't go to certain agencies to get the experience with working with a certain population because of my criminal background. And so, unfortunately, most of my time um, or my experiences in the field while I was getting my education was working at like homeless shelter, working at residential facilities, that type of thing. But it also helped me to realize that um, I had to be in control of my destiny. I had to be in control of what it was that I desired to um, obtain, achieve in this field. And so I am very passionate about individuals not only changing their lives, but actually having opportunities afforded to them as a result of changing their lives. Like, how can we be in the field of social work, right? Promoting change. Yet when people change, they can't get gainful employment. Like they can't get safe housing. Like I I don't understand what type of sense does that make? And so that's why I really, really love this field because as we engage or interact with individuals who may have made some mistakes in life, who have made, you know, um, some wrong turns. And as we see them change, it's like, wait, hold on. They do deserve a chance to um, regain control of their lives. They do deserve a chance to get gainful employment, affordable housing, safe housing even. And so that's the thing I love about this, that I've had, not only have I, do I have lived experiences, but I also have experiences with working with individuals who may have a criminal background and how they were encouraged, inspired to go back to school 
obtain the degree. You know, they were inspired to write the book. Literally, they were inspired to use their experiences in order to help someone else, even if that meant starting their own business. You see, I share with you that my own criminal background hindered me from uh, some some experiences when, when now I look at my life and I'm like, okay, that's a missed opportunity for them, not me. You know, because not only am I bringing my education, but I'm literally bringing my experiences into the field of social work. And so, which for me makes me more um, compassionate towards individuals who may have fallen on hard times. And so, um, right now, I am an advocate for um, individuals who have made bad decisions, maybe have a criminal background, maybe been in, you know, addicted to drugs, and they're trying to regain control of their lives. I absolutely 100% fight, advocate, and support that. And so that's what social work is all about. And the fact that we have a ride, I mean, a broad spectrum in the field is so encouraging and it should be encouraging to you too. So watch this. If you are working at an agency, right? Now always tell individuals, pay attention. If you're working at an agency and you see that there's some gaps, then for you, you have to look to see, okay, wait, hold on. How can I create a program? How can I create something that will help fill in the gap? So now I can make a living while I'm making a difference. That's what I want you guys to think about. Like so many people, they get their degree in social work. They feel like the doors of opportunity haven't opened for them. And so they go and they get in debt more trying to go, you know, um, obtain a degree in some other field or they settle and start working at a department store or whatever. And I'm saying to you, pay attention to what's going on in the world around you and then begin to see like, wait, what answers do I have? to the problems that I see? What can I create? What solutions do I have to the problems that I see? Because if you go into the field of social work, now I know for me, and I've taught um, social workers or um, social work courses for the last six years. And so I listen to students come in saying why they coming into the field. The number one reason is I want to help people. And so I'm saying to you, that is a good thing, right? You want to help people. Okay. You want to make change. You want to make positive impact in people's lives. And what I want you to look at, pay attention, pay attention to you know, the, the services that are being offered, but yet individual populations that may be underserved and see how you can create a program that can help or that can fill in that gap. I'm telling you, people, ladies, gentlemen, listen, there is no lack in this field of social work as you continue to move forward. And let me, let me just say this, because some people feel like they don't want to have to take the exam because we know just because you have a bachelor's in social work or a master's in social work, you're not considered a social worker until you pass the licensure exam. And so some people are even allowing that to hinder them. And I'm saying with your degree, right? With your experience, not just in school, but your lived experience, what solutions 
do you have to the problems that you see in the world? And how can you start your own business? How can you create your own programs in order to help people? That's really what this thing is about. And so, um, like I share with you guys, I failed the examination twice. Now, for me, I needed to pass that examination because the field or the way I was going, I needed to because I wanted to be a clinical director over the behavioral health um, organization that I was currently working at. And so I needed to pass that exam. I could have just said, you know what, forget this. I'm not going to, you know, pass. And I could have talked myself out of going back and taking the test the third time, you know, or I could have continued to persevere, which that's what I ultimately did. And I passed the test. And let me tell you, when I am, you know, um, contracting with organizations or where, when I am starting or expanding my private practice, no one ever asked me, how many times did it take for me to pass the licensure exam? All they want to know is, do I have those letters behind my name? Can they bill? Can I bill? And that's the question. So I don't care if you fail three, four times, get back up and do it again. But today, I want you to really focus on where you desire to go with your licensure. What do you desire to do in the field of social work? I want to make sure you have a clear understanding of what we do. We advocate. We link individuals. We meet people where they are in an attempt to help them to get to where it is they desire to go. That's what we do. And so again, this podcast is teaching you how to make a living while you're making a difference. We should not be stressed. (laughs) We as social workers, as the helping profession, be stressed in our own lives while we're trying to assist individuals with minimizing stress in theirs. And so the same principles apply. As you encourage individuals to get off substances, as you encourage individuals with eating disorders and um, various mental disorders, depression, anxiety, as you encourage them and you teach skills to help individuals overcome the obstacles that they may face in life, those same skills apply to us. I promise you. I when I when I do have the opportunity to provide individual counseling or group counseling, I do it with so much boldness and confidence because the information that I teach, I actually live. The skills that I teach individuals, I actually apply it to my life and I see the fruit of it. And so now when I'm teaching individuals, I'm teaching with all boldness and confidence because I know it works. I know it works. And that's what it is, ladies and gentlemen, dynamic social workers, those of you who have chosen and vowed your lives and committed your lives to helping others. I'm saying to you, you absolutely deserve to make a living while you're making a difference. So as we continue on this journey with this Six Figure Social Worker podcast, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to leave me a message. Reach out to me. Let me know how I can support you on your journey. Before you throw in the towel, before you say social work is not for you, reach out. Let's do a consultation call. I'm open to all of that. My heart, my life, 
is committed to helping social workers dominate in the field, not for my own personal gain, but because the world need us. The world need us. And I believe that individuals who commit to the field of social work are dynamic in their own right. There are individuals who have themselves overcome life difficulties. And yet, here we stand wondering if we made the right decision. And I'm saying you did. We did. We just need a little guidance and a little understanding about the field that we chose. But I'm telling you guys right now, the sky is not even the limit. In this field, you literally can write your own ticket. But first, you have to identify exactly what you want to do in this field. Today, I share with you the three categories, micro, meso, or macro. You may start off in micro and you may end up in macro, or you may do micro and meso um, together. And so wherever you are, my words of encouragement to you, don't give up on the field and watch, watch what happens. Watch you begin to reap the fruit of your own labor. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. This is where we teach you how to make a living while making a difference. Hopefully something was shared in this week's episode. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook and follow me or send me a message on my website at LashanaAlfred.com. I look forward to connecting with you. Stay tuned for next week's episode.